All fears are learned. And you've been teaching yourself the process of fear for years. You've been reinforcing it, practicing it, convincing yourself that everything you fear is there to be feared. Whatever's learned can be unlearned. Stop your love of fear and unlearn it. Free yourself and see the positivity that lies behind those moments of fear. What's really glorious with you? I'm Johan Francis and I'm proud to bring you this ego killer on a platter. Better yet, a plate that I'm going to serve to you guys, hoping that you can take and eat off of it and then send it back my way because I want to eat too. We're sharing, not just knowledge, not just time. We're sharing everything conscious between ourselves so we can explore the avenues and inroads in between consciousness, person-to-person -person interaction, and the ideas that we share to get better, stronger, and leave the ego in the dust where it belongs. And I gotta be honest, this is no better time to talk about what the ego loves than the episode of talking about fear. So look, fear is learned, but the good news is it's unlearned. So why if it's unlearned, do you choose to learn fear? Well, did you choose to learn trigonometry or did you just kind of have to do it? Here's another paradox for you. The more ultra modern, fast paced, and unconcerned and dispassionate society seems to get is the further we march toward anxiety and acceptance of it. We love fear more and fear becomes that comfort place where we go to. Don't believe me? Think about the thing that you fear the most. Put it in the comment. Think about how you reacted to that thing. Maybe it was public speaking. Maybe it was small crowds, right? Maybe it was asking for more at your job. When you got too scared and you clammed up and you went the other way, you felt comforted in that moment, right? But think how much better you would have felt if you went through and followed through and stuck to your gun. So we're gonna identify what scares you today, and then we're gonna figure out a process for getting past it, but we need to cover some bases first. So what do we know about fear? We know that it's evolutionary. So like at once upon a time, right? Cro-Magnon man, Neanderthal man, they were like, yo, that's a pretty big lion. Let me go the other direction. And in order for us to identify that threat, we have to take in the information with our eyes, synthesize it in our minds, and then react physically, psychomotor, and then say, hey, get the hell out of there. That's a big ass lion. Them teeth are too big. Let's, let's, let's skedaddle right quick. Tens of thousands of years later, the response is still the same. Now, instead of giant lions that we've learned to get the fuck away from, it's other things that we metastasize into much greater fears. Things like public addresses, small rooms, reptiles, rats, and other creepy crawlies. Well, why is it that some of the things that we know that can't hurt us, why do we have that same reaction? Like we gotta get the hell up out the way. That's because we live in a society that teaches us that processing, recycling, regurgitating, all of those fears, not only is a good thing, it's actually advantageous. Why is it advantageous? A new world order has convinced you guys that staying where you're at is the only way to be. Status quo, maintain it, don't rock the boat. And if you do those things, you can just stay right where you're at and right where you're at has gotta be pretty good, right? Listen, I'm not gonna sit here and convince you that right where you're at is not the place to be in your life. If you're comfortable in your life, be comfortable with your life, but do not be in a place in your life where you are there settling outside the parameters of an unseen, odious life force, right? Like what's under the bed? I don't know, I'm not gonna check because it's scary. Well, that's the way we treat our daily lives. I've seen it from you guys. It's like that. It's the power of the mind. It's the power of the unknown that keeps us in this fear-based recycling of issues. You guys then come to see folks like me. If you accept the fact that, yo, you've been learning this shit, and more importantly, you've been accepting that you've been learning fear 
all along. You guys already know I used to be a heavy smoker and when I used to smoke a lot, the fear of going through the process of quitting was enough to make sure that I never quit. So instead I just kept recycling the old boring, tired ass narrative that quitting and the glory that came behind cessation of smoking, the feeling good, the process was something that I can have if I just get to that point. The quitting, it became inconsequential. And if I could just feel good about the way that I am while still smoking a bunch, while still doing other things ancillary, the partying, the drinking, the others. Also, I can just skip the quitting part, which is hard and scary, and get to the fun. It never works like that. Any addicts will tell you. Advertising, too much of the wrong shit on social media. All of these conditionals are made to make you feel like you have to purchase a cure really quickly. And those curatives from a plaintiff consumer, yo ass, is making you feel like there's nothing else that I can do. I need to buy my way. The shortest path from fear to not fearing, purchasing something, is the way to go. And such is the case in a consumer society such as ours. Don't get trapped up or tripped up by it. Lastly, that means letting go of limiting beliefs. So if you don't think that you can succeed, you have every reason in the world not to succeed. And as humans, we have this amazing innate ability to turn around and be like, yo, I ain't gonna be able to do that. I'm not gonna be able to ask for a raise. I'm not gonna be able to get out of the job that I'm in. In fact, all of the cards, they're stacking up so high against me in my process to build a business, to buy a home, to supply for my family, to engage in competition. All of that is starting to build up so heavy. Maybe this is a sign that I shouldn't do it. We're so brilliant as humans that we take that last part, the sign that we should not do something and start to build stories surrounding that imperceptible sign. As humans, we can be incredibly perspicacious and actually envision and then actualize what we feel in, is in our mind without it actually being there. Like we can plan for success, go out and do it and meet success. But more often than not, you guys plan for failure. You see the cards stacked against you and you decide, nah, I better not try, I'm gonna sit right here. And oh no, there's shadows and uh oh, there's something underneath the bed. We metastasize these big specters and start to believe the bullshit within and start to tell ourselves that, yeah, it's better to stay right here where it's safe and comfy, just like your mama's womb. Right, so let's talk briefly about how to get over this. We're gonna build a team. Literally, I had someone that I used to train. She used to tell me and her homegirls that she used to train with, hey, you guys, I was feeling down this weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. She would get responses from us. She'd be like, no, 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 I'm good. I just wanted to let you guys know that whenever you don't hear from me for a couple of days, you need to check on me. This woman, she actually had a history of feeling like this. And so her bat signal for us to be on the lookout was one of the bravest things I ever saw or heard anyone else do. It was like, yo, I'm this way, but don't stay away from me. I'm brave, be brave like me. Think about what you do when something triggers you. There is a literal rise from your belly to your lungs, to your chest that gets tight. That's your signal to run. Don't listen to it. Breathe, wait, and then continue to process and move after that. Goggins talks about it all the time. He says something to the effect of a lot of dreams were crushed in a moment of suffering, which means just because you're suffering right now doesn't mean you're gonna be suffering in three minutes but yet people will change their entire trajectory of their life based on the fact that they are suffering. Toughen the fuck up. And then lastly, keep being aware that it is normal in society to be crushed into this corner and pigeonholed into believing that success is 
way out there like a Beetlejuice star, swimming inside of a vacuum of space, way too far to be comprehensible. And you're right here where everything looks, feels normal to you. And to shoot for the stars even tripping on the moon is a process you are not capable of doing intellectually, physically, or otherwise. Better yet, there are scary things out there. Let that narrative die with your ego and your ego's activation of said narrative. Make sure that you're in a space that you can succeed by hopping over obstacles and barriers that you don't even notice by processing that moment of fear and thinking actively about your next move. You know me, I'm always gonna tell you guys to stay proactive because that's what it is. When you're constantly thinking about your next move, kind of like you being tired in the gym and you're still thinking about your next play, either if you're out here, like I'm around a lot of fighters a lot when you're sparring and you get beat up, it doesn't mean you quit. You think about your next move, you think about defense, you get your brain going basically, right? You do low level mathematics and calculus to make sure that you're still active because mind and body work together, or it can be in a non-physical sense, but make sure you're proactive. Reactive is where you lose. All right, you guys, I'm gonna leave you with that right there. Let me know how it goes for you, comment. Leave me what you guys have been getting over and working towards getting over there in the comments. Then go to Eager Killer Show, hook it up, send me some questions I can answer. Most importantly, stay all the way up. Perspicuous. Perspicu